good. I don't think it's as good as what you're making it up to be. No, but it's tasty. <laughs> you know what? They're tasty. Those like Java monsters. I'm not white trash, man. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to $2 Steak, a pro wrestling podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Varnum. Joining me today, as always, Cookie. He's a man. Such a man. man. <laughs> Big Mike. Woo. Oh, no, I'm not allowed to do that anymore. No, 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 no. Yeah. You could do this. Before we do anything, Mike, yeah. uh, your thoughts on Nia Jax uh, being, <laughs> being uh, fired this week? I think it's one of the best moves that WWE has made in decades. So do you think that it is, quote, best for business? I absolutely. She's a terrible wrestler and, from all accounts, a garbage individual. <laughs> <laughs> and Tolbert. I made it, boys. I'm here. Uh, Tolbert. We're, we're going to start off guns a-blazing on this week's episode <laughs> of $2 Steak, a pro wrestling podcast. Uh, Tobert, how was your night last night? It was wild. Um, so um, it, it was kind of like two nights. My, my past 24 hours have been a little crazy. Um, so we, we had a big rugby game yesterday, which you, you took part of. We, uh, we'll talk so, about that in, yeah. in, during Mike's That's segment. That's my segment. Yeah, I'm not getting ahead of myself. So... Um, Friday night, we uh, we decided to cook a pig, me and Davenport. We, uh, we got a whole hog. We whole hogged it out of the field, stayed out all night cooking a pig for the social. Uh, we put it on about midnight, took it on a, around a, 11 that morning, uh, pulled it. It was wonderful. But, uh, you know, to do that, you have to stay up all night. So I went home after the game. It was a tough, tough game. Uh, got a little bit of sleep, got a few hours of sleep, then I had to go to work to close the bar. Like, all right, time change. It's going to be cool. It's not going to be that busy tonight because the weather's shitty, you know? So I'm like, I'm going to get an early night home. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to recoup on this sleep. I get an hour extra. So, I'm, you know, we just kicked everyone out, you know? Um, two o'clock became one o'clock. So it was about the the second 1.30 of the night. So, you know, so pause one second. Do you not give them an extra hour of drinking? Some places do. Some places don't. It all depends on what's going on. Uh, and you guys did not give them an extra hour or something. No, we, no, we, we were like, get out of here. See, we're ready to go home. Okay, you yeah. resume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just like didn't I know. Said, like I said, it was stormy too. There weren't many people around. So we called it, you know, like we're not going to sit around. But as we're calling it, bringing stuff in, we hear a series of gunshots that are very, very close. And when I say close, I mean essentially next door to us. Essentially, it was next door to you. Yeah, it was next door. Um, so my uh, my doorman josh he's like hey man we got gunshots and uh so this is the second time this has happened in the last two weeks the first time it was in the club no one got shot though so when that happens does lince lock up the door and do you guys yeah, like, we lock the doors. yeah we, we lock the doors so we lock the doors everyone's already out we lock the doors we go out back to our back patio just to see what's going on because we see a bunch of people run that way. Why would you do that? Stay in shelter in place in that moment. <laughs> we, we were safe. We were very safe. We, we just peeked out. Um, you know, it's that old section of the old parking garage in Wilmington from way 
years ago. So we're elevated. We're up and we're looking down on the scene, but the cops had just arrived. So we didn't know what we we're walking out to. We walked out to essentially a dead body laying on the ground. Um, cops are doing CPR on them. This guy's been shot. I don't know how many times there was four shots. Uh, cops. Everywhere. I don't know how many times there was four shots. I don't know. I don't know how many, know many times got hit. Oh, yeah. So, you know, they locked down all of Front Street, everything. Cops are asking us questions, what we saw and everything. And it it turned it up into another night of me not getting home till almost four in the morning. <laughs> but, so needless to say, no, no early night arrest for old Colbert. That's why I slept through the um, the original call time. Morning. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, the original call time this week's episode. <laughs> Uh, Tolbert, uh, do you need counseling? But, do we need to talk to you? Do we need man, to talk this through? Was it rough? Was it, was it emotional? No, man, I'm, I'm, I'm from Fayetteville dog. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> but yeah, apparently the guy about died. The guy what? did die. So yeah, the guy I, did we, die. we just saw it on the, the news. So, uh, there, there was some gun violence in Wilmington. Yeah, that's uh, that's something to, to wake up to uh, or, or not even wake up to, I guess, I guess live through. It's interesting. It's a it's a weird time. Yeah, apparently it was validated gang activity. So. Yeah, we, we read that as well. Uh, Tolbert, with that being said, your pig was very delicious. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Uh, we felt that it was it was very moist. It was perfectly cooked. Very, very tasty. Thank you. Yes, good. Uh, Tobert, let me ask you a question real quick. Um, uh-huh. I saw a video of you cracking the ribs of the pig. Oh, is that like a tradition that. when you yes, use the pig? It is. You, you, you like that ASMR video, Mike? Sent I, you? I did. I did like. Yeah. That. So you know, you get you get this hog. You lay him out on the table. And you got you got to split the backbone. You want to butterfly that pig to yes, lay him yeah. down flat so you can cook him. So you take your hatchet and you chip down the backbone, uh, and then you have to crack it apart. So it's called cracking the backbone. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. I love that shit. Yeah, it's gross party, actually. yeah it, it is very, uh, it, it's a visceral sound, but very, very tasty. primal. Yeah. Very it, primal. Yeah. But it is a very traditional North Carolina style of cooking a pig. So we're pretty much used to it. I think that I, I definitely grew up oh, yeah. with my father cooking hundreds of pigs, full hogs, Oh yeah. Uh, for, for various events, him and his best friend, um, would had a, had, would, were the people, the go-to people in the area to go cook a hog. So, uh, I remember my dad watched the, um, he, he was very excited. They bought the pay-per-view him and him and this guy were going to kick a, uh, cook a hog that night. And they bought the Evander Holyfield and Mike Tyson pay-per-view one night while cooking a hog. Interesting events happened during that fight. Interesting events happened during that fight. And that is a great segue into our next segment. Mike, <laughs> how was your weekend? Uh, weekend going good so far. I feel like 100% garbage because I did end up playing 80 minutes of rugby. First game back after the back injury. First game playing 80, I think, in, since 2019. Yeah. Um, so my body hurts pretty good. Uh, interesting, you know, turn of events during the game. Peanut butter pancake did, in fact, bite a man's ear. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly bit a man's <laughs> ear. In I, heard him, I heard him admit to it from the sideline. Um, so As he yelled yeah, back so to the guy. Yeah. Bit your when, you're, ear. when you're scrumming down, you know, there's six guys 
from each or three from each team that come head to head. And, you know, you have opportunities to say things to the guy next to or across from you. And occasionally, you know, you hear jokes about like props licking the other person and uh, Davenport bit this guy's ear. I, I will say that I, I had to switch positions with Davenport after that. Uh, the guy was boring in a lot. So I didn't like originally. I'm like, how the hell did he get his mouth around this guy's ear? Yeah. The guy was boring in a lot. So he was coming in from the side. So that ear was in direct contact with those beautiful lips. Of, of Matt Davenport. <laughs> you probably uh, the game, right in. Yeah. You yeah. It like, just went <laughs> right into his mouth. The game was, uh, oh it was God. a it tough was, game. It was, it was three, nothing in halftime. They were up. It was a complete slug fest. Like literally just, I mean, we were two, four, no teams. So we, we gave it our all um, sloppy play and pe- poor decisions and penalties kind of killed us in the second half and we ended up losing, but Mike got irate with me when it was time for me to leave the uh, game. Uh, I was just not, I didn't understand why anybody was subbing out at that point. Cause it was still like three, nothing. So Mike was mad at me. I was pissed. Um, I almost got into, I didn't get into a fight because I, realized that I couldn't get a card, but when that guy dumped Philip on his head, that was right. I, I like yeah. shoved him, but I went in there originally had my hand cocked. I was going to pull a cookie, um, hey. but it was dead ball. So uh, I, I feel like I had, I, I had a decent game up to that point. The scrumming was, was a lot on my body. I made some good tackles. I had, had some yeah. good solo tackles and some, uh, some, some good defensive stands. So, Oh no! It's you know it's fun to be back. It's it's we're back. We're back. <laughs> we're back. What that uh, uh movie about dinosaurs in the nineties? We're back. Uh, Bronx Tale or something? The dinosaur cartoon? No, it's, you never watched it? Up. it was. I don't think it's is it a Bronx Tale. I don't. I don't know. I, I part of. <laughs> it was definitely a cartoon film. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, Mike is feeling like shit today. Uh, Cookie and I last night after the. Uh, the the rugby match i came home i kind of rested for a little bit and it was time to watch a very big ufc pay-per-view uh i gave cookie my login because cookie is a uh a broke college a broke college kid now but cookie and i were uh going back and forth through through text messages last night we watched the pay-per-view so i know you watched that last night anything else this week cookie or or tell me about the pay-per-view last night uh i'll tell you okay i'll tell you about the pay-per-view um Fucking amazing. I mean, literally, I think every fight, maybe the second fight wasn't as great, but like for the most part, that entire card, phenomenal. I mean, the the prelims were very good. Oh, yeah. The prelims are good. Like you got to see how I would knock out Mike if we ever fought. Yeah. So if you guys would like heel kick. Yeah. Spinning Spinning heel kick. kick. Cookie, can you get that leg up that high? You know what? Funny enough, I used to take Taekwondo as well. (laughs) Just like Chris (laughs) Barnett. I will show you my belt, my belts back at home. I have a, I have a blue belt in Taekwondo, baby. There you go. Uh, so we were watching the prelims and I look at Jasmine and I say, this is cookie against big Mike in a fight. <laughs> it's a, it, the guy's a little shorter and he got a nice spinning heel kick to the, to the face of uh, this guy knocked him out no. and then did a Listen, front flip right yeah. on the B hole. Yeah. Super impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Landed on his ass. Yeah. This guy is extremely interesting because he looks just like me, but he is from Spain. Still trying to figure that one out. Yeah, I didn't. I, but he lives in he lives somewhere. I don't know. Like, he did not sound like he was from Spain. No, 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 not at all. But all in all, entire card. Amazing. Uh, Aaron, I, I'm going to go ahead and throw you out there a little bit. We were both team Zhang Weili. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, Zhang Weili against Rose Nama Yunez. 
Uh, Cookie and I were pulling for Zhang, the the, the Chinese uh, badass. Yes. She did not pull out, uh, pull it off a win against Rose Namajunas last night. She did not. She looked good at first, but I will give it to Rose. Uh, she looked better. She she, she looked better. Yes, indeed. Better. <laughs> Anything else this week, Cookie? Um, once again, these hockey kids that I work with, <laughs> these white hockey are, kids, are fucking crazy, man. These kids, I'm telling you, they're fucking insane. Like it, they are embedded in just sexism, racism, <laughs> drugs. <laughs> And they're not even 14 years old yet. Like, this is just, I swear to God, this is insane. Like, there's there's one kid that I swear is, like, six foot one, and he is 14 years old with a mustache, and his hair is probably down to his shoulders. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this guy? Like, Did you guys uh, recruit yeah. the Bash Brothers from the original Mighty Ducks? That's Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, man. That's what I'm thinking. These kids are hellions. That's what I'll call them. Uh, did uh, has anybody been like, "Hey, Cookie, what's up, my um, my my coach?" Or, no, or they, there, there was one kid that uh, there was an activity that we were doing, and he uh, wrote down the N word freely, <laughs> and and then gave it to the consultant. And was like, "Here you go." Like, wait, what? Like, like called he? So I was. This wasn't me. I wasn't there. This was a different group. You know what I mean? Uh, so. Yeah, they were doing some type of activity where they had to write down a word. I don't know what the activity was. I don't know details, but he All had he to write down some type of word. He <laughs> wrote down the N-word and gave it to his consultant. And I said, oh, wow. You, you got your hands full, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Hockey kids are hockey kids are crazy. Are they privileged? And, yes, 100%. Like, this is this area is uh, – this area reminds me of um, – hmm. What's the wealthy area in Wilmington? Landfall. Like, yes, that's exactly what it reminds me of. Yeah, I, all of it except for where we yeah, live. Yeah, Academy. <laughs> <laughs> say, yeah. say what, Tolbert? I said all of it except for where we live. Yeah, except for <laughs> not Sunset Park or Churchill Estates. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not, to, not the first option. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All, and I'm going to say it again, Mighty Ducks. I, all my entire childhood of of my knowledge of hockey comes from those films, and I just didn't know it was such a privileged sport. But I guess there's a lot of equipment involved. Costs a lot of money. Yeah. Costs a lot of money to play that. Sport. Oh man, I I asked my dad. I was like, Hey, Dad, why <laughs> why didn't you ever put me in hockey? He was like, Man, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> A basketball is thirteen dollars. Yeah, exactly. Like a hockey stick is a hundred dollars. Damn near free. Hockey costs like three thousand dollars. <laughs> I don't know. Like, so I coming from another sport like football. There's a lot of equipment involved, but you never have to pay for it yourself. Yeah, but somebody else no. is. But yeah, no, hockey's different, man. Hockey's different for some reason. <laughs> All right, so we we had last month. Last month was October. We took a step away from our uh, our game word association, wrestler association. We promised Tolbert that we were going to have a gold dust episode. Tolbert, this is your your call. I was I was surprised when I, I saw the rundown for this week. I was like, oh, I, I you know I had almost forgot, and um, I was quickly reminded. A little goldy episode. So we have a gold dust episode. We have three matches for gold dust. We have got a match gold dust against Ahmed Johnson, gold dust against Marty Janetti, 
and gold dust against Steven Re- William Regal. Excuse me. I, I have yeah. to get the, the right one, right one. He's lost his crown at this point. Yes. But <laughs> I want to say that we have three very interesting options next week. We have got beginner, intermediate, and expert mode next week for uh, options of $2 steak, a pro wrestling podcast. We could go with the beginner, which is a very easy episode. A walk in the park for all of us would be a William Regal episode. It's so easy to find good matches, fun matches, intricate matches, anything you want to see. Secondly, intermediate, Marty Jannetty, a good wrestler, crazy human being. We could have a very interesting episode. We could have some fun, wild matchups. And then expert mode would be me having to find Decent Ahmed Johnson matches uh, for you guys next week. If you do the Marty Jannetty one, can you find the Mia Khalifa footage? <laughs> no. Wait, what? What happened? <laughs> Didn't Marty Jannetty claim to sleep with Mia Khalifa? Did or he? yeah, Probably. I think so. That's yeah, man. He kept Marty. Marty was at the club last night. Oh shit. It'd be it funny if I looked out and saw Arn Anderson out there. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> the fuck he tried to come inside my car. So I took the clock. <laughs> all right. Tolbert, are you, ba- are, are we going to be beginner intermediate or expert mode next week? Man. So I like to say, I like to go for the expert mode and like, like hey, I got this, but every time I, I play video games and I put it on the expert mode, I end up restarting immediately and going for the intermediate. Um, are you up for the expert mode challenge, Varnum? I, I yes, I, I feel like he already has he a couple in the bag, so I want to put him through that stress. I don't have expert mode. I I, I don't have the the. We've, the we've f- done a lot of matches over the last 126 episodes. Um, this is our first Ahmed Johnson match. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine that there's a lot of them out there. Uh, there are, and Ahmed Johnson's got some very interesting uh, promos that we could actually go over. I could just send a promo reel to to Tolbert for the high spot and have him uh, seeing that. I I am, as a, as a good podcast producer and somebody that likes to challenge myself a little bit, not too much. Never. I think we could have a fun Marty Jannetty episode. I like Marty Jannetty. I think... I think a Marty Jannetty episode is probably more in line with what we're going to do next week. Sounds good. Marty Jannetty, is that good, Christian and and, and uh, Katie? Are you guys are you guys just going to stare at me with blank dead eyes? Well, hold on. I'm. <laughs> I was looking for where I was looking. I was going to send you the article where it says Marty Jannetty claims Mia Khalifa is a fan and wants to shoot. <laughs> Adult movies with him. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. You found the article? Instead, he's going down a rabbit hole with Mia Khalifa. <laughs> now he's watching Mia Khalifa videos. All right. Well, thank Dude. you. We, we can talk about the Mia Khalifa uh, extravaganza next week. Uh, so there you go. Let's talk about some wrestling this week. All right, for the first matchup of the evening, we, we gave you a little hint. Mike, you've got one Ahmed Johnson against Goldust. Correct. Uh, King of the Ring, 1996, famous for anybody? Austin 316 promo. Um, <laughs> in case you care. Um, <laughs> June 23rd, 1996. 
Because then, no, I was not like that. I was like looking at my phone. Didn't you like send me that? Nobody, yeah, nobody I wasn't cared. Um, didn't give us time to answer. I said I, there was a lot of awkward silence. You thump your Bible, Mike. <laughs> you're, you're over Talking here about your songs. <laughs> John three sixteen. Anyway, it's, it's not John three sixteen. You said you talk about your songs. Oh no no no! no. And I know. I said it's not. Yeah. It's not John six three sixteen. Austin three sixteen says. Yes. I just whooped your ass. Anyway. Um, we've got Gold Dust versus Ahmed Johnson for the WWF Intercontinental Championship. Leading up to this, um, they they cut back and and show that Gold Dust actually saved Ahmed Johnson's life. Um, <laughs> he was being stretchered out of the arena a couple of weeks back, and uh, Gold Dust, being the ever you know present and knowledgeable and in, in, in multiple facets, um, realized that he needed CPR. And not just any CPR, he needed mouth to mouth. Can can I just say this in a very dark humor way? Uh, this week's episode is now called Resuscitation. I saw aggressive CPR last night. This, this <laughs> yeah, aggressive brutal. CPR is something to watch. Um, not don't 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 seek it out. I don't, I don't recommend it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he did bring Ahmed Johnson back to life. Some say he probably didn't have to do mouth to mouth because he did not actually do any compressions, which is opposite of what they say CPR should be. Now you actually don't have to do the breaths. You can just do compressions. Right. So, you know, this is 96. That research wasn't out yet. He didn't know. He gave him breaths. He brought him back to life. Ahmed was, uh, was but, it's still alive with us today. And then uh, and then so now we have this intercontinental title match. Um Gold Dust comes out with Molina, right? Yeah, Molina. I just, I'm not a big fan of her. Mar Marlene. 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 Yeah. Anyway, I'm not a big fan of her. I just don't like her. Uh, she's a nice human being. Okay. But I just, I don't I like her. I like her a lot, but I was like. Yeah, as a child, I, 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 I think <laughs> at that age, I think I did like her. You liked her puppies. Um, And yep. we got Vince. We've got, is it JR? JR. And we've got Owen Hart <laughs> on the call. And, uh, I'm glad that you. Owen Hart is like the biggest. He's healing it up. And, uh, but he's the biggest, like, just, just like, yeah, guys. So I thought we would do this. His voice is very um, unique. Like, unique. It, yeah. Um, it's like if Bret Hart sucked on helium. And I love it. Yeah. No, it's, it's very good. And again, he, he's healing it up because, like, he, like I said, like he said, the gold dust brought him back to life. Like, he was just <laughs> trying to save him. Nice. Um, and, you know, this is a wrestling match. Uh, there is, you know, one high spot, as you could say. Uh, Ahmed Johnson goes for a tope Susie, but he goes top rope tope. Um, and it's kind of like a lawn dart, right? So yeah. he just went up and he came straight down. He, he's a big boy. And that landing, like. All shoulder. So for one thing, if you're Goldust, Goldust, a big boy. Um, are you going to catch Ahmed Johnson Nearly at 300? 300 pounds of just pure muscle. Are, are you going to catch yoked. that? I, I don't know because he didn't. So uh, <laughs> Ahmed Johnson literally kind of leaped. It was a running tope ish, but he leaped up over the top rope, but quickly came down on his face. Um, only about a foot off the apron. It was it was interesting. The true scorpion king. True. He yeah. scorpioned. Huh. He, he did scorpion pretty aggressively. Um, you know, it's it's your kind of classic wrestling match. Not a lot of other crazy junk. At one point, Goldust is toying with him um, and, and kind of screwing around a little bit. I did enjoy this. He uh, he chokes him out, 
they're doing this 90s so they're doing the arm drop thing and then uh after he's choking him out one two gold dust let's go and then just smacks him in the face <laughs> he's like wake up boy i'm trying to trying to play with you some more um he did go for a pin attempt which was very uh made me feel weird um because ahmed johnson was laying on his back legs apart and gold dust slithers up like a snake <laughs> um over the groin region yeah and, and honestly as soon as he had a hand on him, he should have been counting. And, and this, Owen brought this up too. It's like, why, why wasn't he counting yet until the pin attempt is made, even though it was weird and awkward. So put yourself in uh, 1996 Mike's shoes. If you would have seen that, you what, what would have you, what, what would you have thought of gold dust? Probably- like we can appreciate him now yeah. because we know like character work and stuff like that. Tolbert and I were terrified of gold dust. I yeah. had, I had bad dreams at gold dust. Creepy old man. Yeah. Kinda. was going to come in and, and do stuff, but that's what they wanted you to think. Yeah, and playing. that's not how like things are in real life. You know? Yeah, no, I, I agree. And then, uh, Ahmed Johnson does kind of get a little comeback. Um, Oh, sorry. He was dead in the ring. And then gold dust gave him mouth to mouth again and he survived and he got him back to life. Only to the downside of Gold Dust, because then Ahmed Johnson chokes him, power bombs him, and wins. Uh, so Owen Hart says uh, the only reason why Ahmed Johnson was was able to win that matchup was because of the life breathed back into him <laughs> and the resuscitation. Gold Dust, he, he gives and he gives and he gives, and ultimately Ahmed Johnson took too much and, and beat him. So I, it was one of those playground rumors as a kid. Uh, I was obviously a WCW fanboy in the 90s. And I loved uh, who they, they fed to me. Like, so, so Dustin Reynolds or, uh, you know, was a big deal. Dustin Rhodes, the, the, uh, the natural Dustin Rhodes was a huge deal as a kid in WCW. And all of a sudden he disappears and I didn't know what to think, like where he was after that. Right. I don't know how I did not see the connection between gold dust and Dustin Rhodes. I didn't know they were the same person for the longest time as a kid because I was young and dumb. Um, Well, the wig throws it off. too. The wig throws it off. But by the end of the matchup that you have, all of the face paint oh, is wiped off. Yeah, you literally see Dustin Rhodes. It is Dustin Rhodes. And I don't know how I did not put two and two together as a kid. Because you're a kid. Kids are dumb. Kids are dumb. <laughs> Kids are dumb. That's also <laughs> common theme of this week's episode. I mean, Anything I thought Kane fun? was burned in real life. So, so well, Yeah, Kane. Yeah. Third degree. Third degree burns. I thought the Undertaker really killed his father. There was a lot of things that I thought as a kid. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of uh, uh, edip- ed- 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 how do you say impressionable. Ed- and so there, there's this you know this this famous uh, epic poem of ed- Oedipus, right? And oh, Oedipus, Oedipus Rex, yeah. and like the, there is this this Oedipal complex. I don't, I don't, I can't. Travis is probably screaming at the, the <laughs> podcast right now. It's yeah, Oedipal. Yeah. It's Oedipal. Is that where you want to bang your mom? But he killed his father and then banged his mom. Yes. Yeah, I guess. Fair and enough. then he like, <laughs> you think he poked his eyes car? out? What? 
You think he gave his dad CPR? <laughs> he regretted the decision. He's like, nah, I'm just gonna fuck my hey, mouth. Hey, Gold Dust would have been there. He would have revived him. He would have revived him. Uh, Mike, do we have anything else from your segment uh, this week? That's it. I think we've given up on social media, right? So, Mike, about a year ago, you said that you were gonna come up something as a replacement. Yes. Yeah. You said that you were gonna write more uh, advertisements. <laughs> You were gonna do all these other things, and then Mike. You know, the gimmick is no gimmick. No gimmicks needed uh, is is what you are, uh, Mike. Also, you didn't talk about your uh, your Friday night. Uh, yeah, I, you know what? I, I I thought about it, but we had already leaned past and in, into wrestling. I did get to do some color commentary, sideline side reporting, sideline reporting. It was a little mix of both. It was interesting. I could only stand in one exact spot because the radio frequency on the microphone was. Not good. trash. Yeah, that was my <laughs> fault. But I was proud of the setup because it actually ended up. Uh, yeah. So I got to I got to do some sideline reporting. I had some incredible insights. He told us that Tommy Pickle, uh, one of the the quarterbacks had Tommy Pickle socks on. And then our our boomer uh, commentator <laughs> did not know who Tommy, Tommy Pickles, Pickles was. <laughs> and then harped on Tommy Pickles for probably and 45 minutes. Like Justin Pickles. <laughs> So who's well? He's like, who who's that? Where, where do you play? And you're like, it's a cartoon character. It's a cartoon character, Jay. <laughs> I'm sure the masses will love your voice on uh, local public access. Oh, they do, they do, they, they appreciate uh, it. Hey, who's that new commentator? I like him. Yeah, yeah. We we have some guy named Howard Varnum that was just like raving about the entire thing. <laughs> Like, I really do like he sent me a text. I love Mike on the sideline. It just adds a different element. I'm like, Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Adds depth to the to the production. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna be a star, Mike. Uh, I will be a star one day. Yeah. You gotta get you a blazer, you gotta get you a sports coat. I'm gonna be interviewing totally players. If Aaron wants me to. I can do it. I yeah. need I also need a better microphone. <laughs> yeah, it was. We were just, you know, we were just dipping our toe into the water. Exactly. Yes. Pressure testing. Yes. All right. For the strong style, we've actually got the debut of Gold Dust this week. The very first Gold Dust match in WWF. Um, Cookie, you have got one, Marty Jannetty, taking on Goldust. Yes, I do. Yeah. And like you said, Goldust is making his debut. Uh, he cuts a very interesting promo in the beginning um, where he says, you know, to quote the name Goldust, you will never forget that. All the other good stuff that we've heard. Uh, no Marlena. No Marlena in the debut. Yeah. Well, you know, you kind of have to, like, figure things out. This is his first match. Like, even there was a lot of things that I'm like, that's not quite Goldust yet. Uh, yeah. But... Like his finisher, and we'll talk about that probably later. Like that was not what he eventually ends up using. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was it was interesting to see the first incarnation of Goldust. Let's say that. And and uh, I, it it is a work in progress, and I feel that like there was about seventy percent of his elements in this match, yes. and then you know the thirty that the last thirty percent kind of come along as as he kind of feels it out and kind of gets those reactions from the crowds. Yeah. And uh, leans into different things like they I think what they had down was they had the look. They yeah, had, they the, had the, the look was phenomenal. Yeah. The wig, everything looked good at that part. But like and they had the gold dust flakes coming down from the rafters and all that good stuff. 
Um, but it was I think it was the wrestling that looked weird. That was what it was more Dustin Rhodes and less yes. gold dust. Yes, exactly. Uh, and then he's going up against Mari Jannetty, the most controversial jobber in wrestling. Uh, actually, it's probably between Mari Jannetty and Virgil, Aaron. Uh, who do you think is the most controversial, Virgil or Oh, It's a dick measuring contest at that point. Virgil says he's got a hawk, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, Mari Jannetty. Uh, says that Mia Khalifa wants to have sex with him. So. Yeah, well, it, it, it's a toss-up at that point. Not just like, shoot movies. Shoot movies. <laughs> yeah. Not just that. That's that's too. That's a whole other level, man. Can we talk about? Um, maybe next week we'll we'll touch on it a little bit. I don't know if we've brought it up on the podcast yet, but Marty Janetti, like a like there was like a whole Woody Allen kind of saga going on, where like there was an adopted daughter that he yeah. fell in love with. Like, I don't know, but it was like a weird thing. I'm going to have to look it up. Uh, for Marty, all over COVID, every time you looked at wrestling news, for there was like a month where Marty Jannetty was in the wrestling news like every day yeah. <laughs> over yeah. COVID. And it was never anything <laughs> especially great. No, yeah. this is always negative. Every single thing was negative. Oh, man. Anyway, uh, we got one of the most underrated gimmicks in the WWE, uh, but in my opinion, one of the most edgy gimmicks that was cut short by the network's much like Val Venus, the Godfather, Muhammad Hassan, the list goes on, right? <laughs> Let's get to the countdown. He's top four. Number one. The luxury of no one having cameras in the audience. I love this. When Goldust was walking down the aisle, it was pitch black. The only thing that you saw were the camera, the, like the cameramen that were there to shoot pictures of Goldust. And I and thought that was so cool. I really like that observation, Cookie, because I saw it and I'm like, I don't believe that I remember him doing this ever again. But that was a very unique thing, bringing in that Hollywood kind of style of, of having the paparazzi. And I think, yes, paparazzi maybe wasn't a, as common of a word back then as, as it was, because I think. Uh, they had to explain to dumbass Jerry Lawler what a paparazzi was. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Because only King knows what the paparazzi is because right. he's the king, obviously. I forgot to say that. Uh, you got the king on commentary, Vince McMahon, and JR. Yes. The great trio. But yes, anyway, polarizing entrance uh, from the bizarre one himself. There were so many fans that just sat there in stunned silence. Definitely no cheers. And also, man, he's just too damn big to be wearing that tight-ass jumpsuit. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. Okay, when you said the fans are quiet, I have to say, growing up, and, dude, rednecks and people in my hometown, they they were they were scared of gold dust, not because of, I don't know, the cost, just because they made them feel so uncomfortable. Like, yeah. people just did not know how to take them, man. <laughs> yeah, old, old, uh, old Jimbo didn't know, like, you know, Jimbo from oh. down the road, old redneck Jimbo. And he's like, Jimbo. man, I don't My know. Peter just know. moved. I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I will say like if you read the comments like much much of the older people that are on there that watched them as a kid they literally say Goldust gave me nightmares yeah like he literally scared the hell out of me i thought he was going to touch me or some some shit like that. it's a gay yeah. panic like bait you know like it's such an easy bait to get a reaction out of people Yes, especially small town conservative people that are that are not maybe necessarily not exposed to other thoughts and, uh, you know, lifestyles. 
So when you see something like this on a grand stage and how it's presented, it's not presented in a great light. It's presented in a, I mean, this guy's a heel. He's obviously a heel coming out, giving mouth to mouth to a, a to Ahmed Johnson or, or, or touching himself in, in, in weird ways. Yes. yes JR kept saying, Oh, that's Holly weird. It's not Hollywood. It's Holly weird. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I will say one of my favorite comments though, from YouTube, someone just, this is all they said, Butterman. And I said, <laughs> I laughed out loud. Butter I was like, man? Oh, that doesn't, he doesn't like a stick of butter. Like that could be Butterman. <laughs> You have to point out something. Uh, Actually, I'll wait till you're finished because I don't want to get too far ahead of you. Okay. Go ahead. Number two. Uh, So Dustin Rose has always had a solid punch, right? Gold Dust, Dustin Rose always had a solid punch. But tonight he was throwing potatoes in in that match. I mean, he was revving back on them like any of the UFC fighters from last night. That's all. He was just. It was incredible. He he did. And, and seeing the evolution of that, he did the drop down punch up thing that, yeah. that is incredible. He, he's got such a good punch. Yeah. And like I, I was I was looking at his gear and I, I don't know why, but I was just like focus on what he looked like He because he just didn't look like Goldust. But did you notice that he was wearing like fucking welder gloves? Yes. Like, like goddamn isotoners on his hands. Yes. Like, what the fuck is he doing right now? Anyway. Number three. Marty Chattahoochee Janetti. <laughs> With the supercell on the outside, Marty has he has Goldie in a headlock, and they're about four or five feet away from the ring post. And when Goldie pushes them off, old Marty runs into the ring post, does a flip and everything. It looked great. Marty supercell for Goldust. I got I got to give him that. You you got to send that to uh, what what is it? Uh, botch. What what's the Instagram account that you and I always always oh, wrestle botch or something? Yeah, like wrestle that. botch. Every Sunday yeah. they have supercell Sunday, and I, I think yes. we got to send that out. Definitely. We definitely have to do that. I'm going to go ahead and get into my honorable mentions, though. Um, I didn't get this one. I need you guys to explain this. McMahon says, Goldust is a bit on the androgynous side, right? Uh-huh. And then King responds, oh, you got a point there. If you put a hat on it, it'll probably cover it. What? <laughs> I was like, is that a is that a dick joke or a dick joke? it is a dick joke, yeah. You put a hat on his dick. And it might cover it. How did he come up with that so quickly? Is my question. Is that is that an old it. saying? He probably just had it canned, waiting to use it. <laughs> He's like, oh, this is a great. One. Know what androgynous means? Probably, <laughs> yeah, that will put a hat on that thing. <laughs> I will say, Jr. was like unusually quiet in this match, and I think it's probably made him so really uncomfortable. What to make of it? He's it like, was, I know in about five years they're gonna be on a plane ride, and I'm gonna get talked about the I'm gonna talk about this goddamn plane ride for the rest of my career. He's gonna sing to Marlena, and then Marlena's gonna have to no sell it. It's gonna be off. And then he's gonna run away and take a bone grip because apparently JR is is selling weed now, which I can't believe. Uh when when weed becomes legal, uh Tolbert and Cookie are gonna have a taste testing of uh JR's strains. JR's strains. Paired with his barbecue sauce. <laughs> this is actually it's barbecue flavored marijuana. He just drizzles barbecue sauce on the string. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, okay. Uh stick with the honorable mentions. According to King, Bella Lagosi yes. is in the audience. And and this is 1995, watching Goldust's premiere. But then JR quickly mentions that Bella had already passed on years ago. 
to Vince's reply, there's a hundred-year-old young woman in the audience. <laughs> Aaron, do you think Vince kept this promise and interviewed her? <laughs> Forgot about that. So there's this plant in the audience, and this guy looks like Bella Lugosi, who played uh, the classic Universal monster of of, of Dracula. Yeah. And uh, so they cut to him a couple times. But the weird aside of uh, Vince McMahon saying, well, there's also a hundred year old woman in the audience that we're going to get. We're going to talk to later on tonight oh, is one of the weird. I want I really do want to know if they, they interviewed this hundred year old wrestling fan. I wonder what she thought. <laughs> I, I, I kind of like that. Go dust. Reminds me of my nephew. I like <laughs> Anyway, when they cut, this is a, okay. So I didn't know that who Bella LaGrossi was or whatever the name is. But when they cut the Bella LaGrossi, this is what I said. There was a dude in a Halloween, a vampire costume. Yeah. And JR replies, oh, snap, it's Paul Bearer's cousin. <laughs> I almost lost it. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Here. Number four. All right. Old Marta Chattahoochee Janetti got the upper hand towards the end of the match. He hit a move that I imagine was the rocker dropper. His mistake, though, was going to the well too many times. Marty goes up trying to deliver that flying fist drop, and Goldust answers with a bit boot, big boot to the face. And then Goldie hits him with a finisher that I've never seen before. Um, it was a face-first suplex, but it yeah. was effective. Goldie gets the win. Uh did King come up with Shattered Dreams? Because I didn't hear it until he said it. Yeah. I, Shattered Dreams. So, so Shattered Dreams was actually the name of Goldust's production company. And okay, that, so then that kind of came into the, the, the character. Ah, uh, okay. Aaron, let's talk about that weird finisher that we saw. Yeah, so the face first uh, suplex. Not normally Goldust's finishing maneuver. No, uh, which was the kick to the balls. For That's a what time. I wanted to see. I was I, I really wanted to call that kick to the balls, man. <laughs> but uh, I think we no. I don't even know if we get it in Tolbert's match. I'm not even going to uh, get into his segment. But yeah, like didn't see any of his moves. What was up with that? I'm, I'm sorry, Cookie. Cookie, what 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 kind of rating? Do, how many gold cookies? Well, not, we can't give out golden cookies. How no, many? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sensual. Androgynous cookies? Oh, Androgynous, cookies. Androgynous cookies. That's my favorite Girl Scout of America brand. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got oh, the androgynous man. cookies? No, this will this will give four androgynous cookies. Very solid match. It's fun. <laughs> Cookie. I laughed. I have to say, what do you think about Goldust's makeup where he paints his ears black? I don't like it. I don't yeah, like it because I, I don't looked, think he I think he made a mistake. I don't know. It just looked really weird and I couldn't stop paying attention to it the whole time. Yeah. When Ooh. I saw that, too, and, and he had more eye black around his eyes than normal. Yeah. So, I mean, Whole like, you know, old, I blacked out, but the ears blacked out. It was, that was weird. It's like that old slapstick uh, thing where you put the binoculars on your eyes <laughs> and, and they come off and you have the black spots around. That's exactly what he looked like. Yeah, it looks like you put on inked headphones. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It looks like someone got him with a double whammy. Oh no! They ribbed him. <laughs> they ribbed him, man. Yeah. He didn't look. He didn't look right, but it was still a good debut for Goldust. Oh man. All right, for the final segment of the evening, he's a man, manly man, uh, Tolbert. Such a man. 
Tolbert, you have got oh, yes. gold dust against uh, William Regal. William Regal. Um, yes, and this is not Sir William Regal. This is uh, man's man, William Regal. Um, actually, I remember watching this match like live, the one you, you just gave yeah. me. And uh, I'll get to it why I remember it. But um, yes, I, I hated William Regal, this character. I did not like it. I guess he was... Uh, he was supposed to be a baby face, but very annoying baby face. I don't yeah. know, kind of like half and half. But his gimmick is he's a man's man. And the video package starts with him like shaving with a straight razor and wearing <laughs> flannel, like he's a man's man. And he comes out in a construction worker's uniform, but like, you know, cut off jeans, flannel, and a, a hard hat. Um, <laughs> You know, so he comes to the ring and he, he cuts his promo saying how he is the man's man, the company's man's man. He's the manliest man in the company. He calls out the entire locker room and says, hey, no one is man enough to uh, take me on. I'm, I'm calling all challengers. So, of course, who thinks he's the manliest man? He probably is in the locker room at that time, at least the most comfortable with his sexuality. Gold dust. He comes out to... Uh, to oblige his challenge. Uh, Regal is shocked to say the least, but they go to it. <clears throat> I have to say, I didn't realize how big Steven Regal was uh, stacked up next to gold dust, man. He's, he's a, he's a big guy. Uh, so we get pretty much a big guy slugfest going on here. Um, and, you know, just some solid back and forth. Not the best technical match. There's a couple botches uh, on Regal's part. He's a little slow and sluggish. Uh but, you know, it's a wrestling match. You know, Goldust tries to show off some of his moves. He, he, they keep teasing it. It just never comes. As soon as he sets <clears throat> Regal up on the turnbuckle to get the, the nut shot to uh, – to, uh, this is, the, I guess, the, uh, the build-up to take away his manhood since he called him out. <laughs> I didn't even think about uh, that. <laughs> the music hits. And who is it? It is Kane. And this is why I remember this match, because at this time, Kane was kind of just wreaking havoc uh, in the company. He was coming into matches, just choke slamming everybody, and no one can stop him. Uh, I was a huge Kane fan at this time. I love the storyline. Uh, but yeah, I remember. But the main reason I remember uh, this match is that he comes in and he choke slams everybody. He choke slams Steven Regal. Goldust is like, hey, man. I don't know. We we could be cool, man. We could hang out. Nope. Choke slams gold dust. Choke slams all the refs. He goes to choke slam Marlena. And this is why I remember it. You're like, oh no, he's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. Uh, he lets her live it to see another day. That's right. Um, yes. But they also didn't they say like they're like, no, she's pregnant. Yeah, she was pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um she was not you know, pregnant. maybe uh maybe the big man could smell the baby. I don't know. Looks <laughs> like 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 my beagle, who knows? <laughs> but uh, good little, uh, good little high spot match, man. Um, yes. Uh, Tolbert, give me your haiku. I'm gonna try to. Regal sets the challenge. Goldust says he's that man. Kane kills everyone. There you go, folks. Uh, Kane, oh, you man. That was what? This is right off the cuff. I just wrote that. I'm so proud of you, Tolbert. You are becoming <laughs> the bard of, uh, of professional wrestling uh, podcasting. I'm going to get a ute. A what? A ute. Oh, is that like one of those weird looking yeah, uh, yeah. kind of bards play. things? Yeah. Oh. Anyway, so uh, yeah, Goldust, he was a wrestler. 
<laughs> so we have the gold dust episode out uh next week we did not go for the extra credit and get an ahmed johnson episode i think we'll be all right i think we'll be okay i do think that maybe eventually in our our i you know if this podcast were to go on for infinity, you know, like eventually we would get to an Ahmed Johnson, but it would probably be closer to the. <laughs> It'll be the end. Way It'll down be the low final low. episode. <laughs> episode five million and forty-five. Ahmed Johnson. <laughs> Ahmed Johnson. There's so many more wrestlers that we could talk about and have an entertaining episode. Ahmed Johnson. I don't know. I don't know. So next week, uh, Marty Janetti on $2 Stake, a pro wrestling podcast. That is it for today. Uh, thank you for listening to $2 Stake, a pro wrestling podcast. <laughs> <laughs>